This is a download from News Talk 106 to 108. To download other programmes or for more information, go to newstalk.ie. All right. Uh, well, there were lots of things I missed while I was away, and uh, one of them was the old curmudgeon himself, Philip Malloy, who joins <laughs> me now to talk movies and television. Yeah, you, I heard you talking to that man from UTV outside, and you cannot call anyone a curmudgeon after that, after all that foils war nonsense. Yeah, right. You have news, though. What's our new sponsorship? It's great you, news. Yeah, well, it's, um, okay, it's, it's, it's Omniplex Cinemas, which is the biggest cinema chain in the country. Uh, they have two Two uh, in Dublin, but all over the country as well. They have uh, complexes, and they, from now on, uh, will be sponsoring uh, Right Hook movies and also uh, the Picture Show on a Saturday night. So wow! I'm absolutely. There are people who have devoted their whole lives, basically. I've talked to you before, for instance, when I was a kid, about having three cinemas in Wexford. Well, two of them were actually run by the Anderson family, which um, runs Omniplex Cinemas. Oh, right. And, so uh, they're true cinema people. Well, I, that's. I, I'm sure that's the way they'd like to be seen, and I see it that way as well. Um, uh, and what about classic movies? Classic movies will be back um, in over the next couple of weeks. I haven't got an exact date yet. It'll probably be the beginning of February. So we'll uh, be screening classic movies. We'll screening classic. Oh, movies. that's fantastic! Uh, I expect. News. I expect we'll be starting off in Dublin. Um, I don't know where we'll go from there, but all of that has been worked on at the moment. So we'll all see right. what happens. So, uh, in conjunction with Omniplex Cinemas, Ireland's largest multiplex cinema chain, it's Philip Malloy and Tuesday Movies now. Wednesday movies, even. Before you go into latest movies and everything, the death... Of Anita Edward. You, you're so predictable. You, I am really. You're so yeah. predictable, yeah. She died um, at the weekend. I think she was 83. Was she? Uh, she was, uh, obviously she started out as a Miss Sweden, believe it or not. So she was a Swedish kind of model. She'd probably be best known now um, as the woman, um, uh, the woman at the centre of, uh, I suppose, Marcello Maestroni's uh, affections in La Dolce Vita. But um, in the, what, the mid-50s, she she made her first. She she had her first starring role uh, in a movie called um, Back from Eternity with Robert Ryan in I think 1956. She also had a supporting role in the the, the version of War and Peace, um, starring Audrey Hepburn and Mel Ferrer at that time. So for about oh, maybe 15 years, she was kind of on the up, but she totally faded then in the seventies. Yeah, not a great career. She was a kind of. Uh, she was a busty Swedish blonde. It, there were a few of them around that time, one of whom, do you remember, was banned in Kerry, Jane Mansfield. Jane Mansfield. They were of a similar type, these yeah. kind of women, yeah. weren't they? Yeah, there was a, she worked uh, several times for a director, a comedy director he, uh, called Frank Tashlin. Um, he directed uh, Martin and Lewis comedies. He directed Bob Pope comedies. And he was considered to be um, quite a, a considerable sort of stylist. And he loved the fact that she... Um, he loved the fact that she actually looked like, as he called it, a human caricature. Uh, so, right. you know, that's okay. the way she was. Yeah. Um, one of the last ones I would have seen her in is Four for Texas. Remember Four for Texas? Oh, four for Texas. Dean Martin. Dean Martin and Frank, Frank Sinatra. And, uh, I mean, two incredible women. Ursula Andrews was the other one. So, (laughs) I must get that out again. Listen to me. I again, uh, because I was going to talk to you about it, and then lo and behold, I hear you're going to talk about a Hitchcock remake, and I want to talk to you about that. What are you going to say? I am predictable. Okay, Uh, well, it's called, um, first of all, it's called Strangers. 
Um, and it reunites uh, David Fincher um, and uh, Ben Affleck, who are the director and star of Gone Girl. And it's called Strangers, as I say. And they, they're expecting to do it this year. And it, it's it, it, I don't know now if, you know, from what I've heard about it, I don't know for sure if it's an exact remake oh, of? But, of Strangers on a Train. Oh, the right. Farley Granger. Uh, uh, from, and, and Robert Walker. Remember Robert Walker? Yeah. Oh, God, he was great, in it, I have to say. Um, but anyway, it's so it's it's uh, it's called Strangers. And as you know, uh, Strangers on a Train was about two guys, one a tennis pro and the other this kind of socialite who lived off his mother's um, off his mother's money. And uh, so the two of them meeting on a train and they both want to get out of relationships with women, basically. And uh, so they decide, well, one of them decides to swap murders, you know, so that, you know, when the uh, when the murders happen and there's an investigation, the the finger wouldn't be pointed at them. So what is what they've the new version, as I understand it, uh, is about a movie star who's on a on awards campaign uh, on a a plane. And uh, the plane apparently um, has some fault. It has some problem. And this kind of dangerous, wealthy uh, magnate uh, offers to take him from wherever he is to Los Los Angeles. And that's how they become involved. Okay. Yeah. Question. Yes. Now, ne- one of the things we said the last time we talked about this is there's one person you shouldn't remake, and that is... Oh, thank you very much. Hitchcock. Thank you very much. Hitchcock. I came in here tonight, you know, I said, my knee's fine, but I'll have a pain in my knee by the time I finish <laughs> talking to a lawyer. Yeah. You cannot remake Hitchcock. No, and no, guess what I did? Against my better judgment, yeah. but then you don't have a lot of judgment when you're in hospital. Yeah. On my Netflix, to break uh, the 20-episode uh, uh, bonanza I was on with Breaking Bad, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, like for I, someone who didn't like it, you've certainly stuck to it. But it's it's like yeah, buying on, the old on, news in the world on, on a point? Sunday. What's your point? You know, you don't know why you're buying it, but you're buying it. It's rubbish. <laughs> anyway, and there isn't one good-looking is woman in the whole nonsense. thing. There isn't one good-looking woman in the whole thing. Actually, and how the poor DEA agent married your woman, Marie, I have no What's idea. What's your point? She Are we going to get to a point? Down. Yes. As the judges say in the in the, the, the courtroom movies, is there a point? <laughs> Are we getting to a point? Yes. To break the Breaking Bad sequence, I went for a Hitchcock remake. A Hitchcock right? remake? Yeah. Yeah. There haven't been Co- many of them now. Called... Uh, a train movie as well, but not Strangers on the Train. The old lady disappears. Yeah, the lady vanishes. Yeah. The lady vanishes. Now, the original was unbelievably good, the Hitchcock version. <laughs> then so you looked at the Elliot Gould version. Is that what you're going to say? Worse, 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 well, worse. What do you do with it, I mean? What are you talking about? Are, are, are you a masochist? Are you I, trying yeah, to torture I'm yourself? I'm a masochist. Yeah. Took my mind off the pain in my knee. Tuppence somebody or Tuppence Middleton. 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 I I love her name. Yeah, yeah. But what a crap. She's an English actress. Did you see it? I saw it. It's a disgrace that anybody would even pretend this was an effort at remaking a. No, you're not talking about the Elliot Gould uh, movie. No, I'm talking about Tuppence. Yeah, yeah, you're talking about a a newer version. It's worse than Elliot Gould. Yeah, yeah. It's worse than Elliot Gould. Hmm. I just agreeing with you. Will you just listen to me for a minute? The odd time I do, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, this is really good. From yeah. Paul in Cork. Yeah. Right? What's Paul saying? There was one episode drove me bananas. It drove me to the point of I don't know what. And Philip and Paul in Cork says, please explain the fly episode in Breaking Bad. 
and they had a few, apparently the story is, they were going to stop Breaking Bad, they had a few bob left in the budget, so they shot the Fly episode. Do you remember the fly episode? No, no, no. He spent the entire episode trying to kill a fly, <laughs> fly yeah. that was wandering around the lab. We'll come back to that. Tell, tell that man we'll come Paul back to that. Paul will come yeah. back to that. Yeah. I can tell you, Paul, you're absolutely right. It's the greatest lo- lo- amount of horsemen you're I'm going to have a look at that now. Go ahead. Yeah. Before I'll, I'll let you away with it. Yes. Yeah. Half five tomorrow morning, uh, you'll be okay. getting up to hear the Oscar nominations. Yeah. Not as much fun as they used to be. Why? Be- because they now have about 27 nominations in every category. Nah, no, Once no, upon no, time. No, 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 they, no, they don't. And, they and No, they don't. They, they well, ten. They, look, would you listen? Okay, they have, t- they have maybe nine or ten because of this kind of por- proportional yeah. representation kind of scheme. It generally works out at about nine out of ten. And uh, but that's only in the best picture category, okay? And uh, a lot of people would agree with that. There was uproar a few years ago. I remember when it was the year that um, Heath Ledger was playing the Joker in Batman, and everybody thought that he was absolutely wonderful and that the Batman was very good, and it got no nomination. But there's so, tons of movies in the history of the Academy Awards no, that didn't get nominations. I know, but I know. But generally speaking, end. generally speaking, and this is the way to look at it, rather than run away with yourself. This is the way to look at it. Just look back over the last couple of years. It's actually been very good for movies. And the, 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 the 10 that were, uh, the potential kind of 10 that we're talking about this year, just listen to this, okay? We're talking about Boyhood, which is a real, uh, I, I, an almost a revolutionary movie. And won one of the Golden Globes uh, at the weekend. And Birdman, which I think is great. Selma, which is the only one on this list that I haven't seen. We'll go back to it in a minute if you want. The Theory of Everything, that's the Stephen Hawking movie. The Imitation Game, which I think was snubbed at the Golden Globes. Well, the Daily Telegraph didn't like it. Yeah, well, that's... <laughs> Uh, for me, that that that's nearly a case for the movie. Okay, this is uh, the story of turning the Alan Turing, the cryptologist, yeah, yeah. who effectively is the father of yeah. computing. That's okay, right. I thought it was very, very good, very, right. very strong. Right. Then there's the much liked uh, Grand Budapest Can Hotel. I ask a hold question? on, hold no, on. Not allowed. Then two kind Don't of mind in, me. two independent, two independent movies: Whiplash and and uh, Nightcrawler. And then Clint Eastwood's brilliant, absolutely brilliant American Sniper, which opens this weekend, and I highly recommend it. We're going then, to talk about. And then there's Foxcatcher, which is kind of shaped and driven right. by three very strong performances. Now. Well, again, I caught up with a lot of stuff. Hospital's great, you know, for movies. But you can get into well, as far as I could see, all you were doing was Twitter, twi- tweeting, <laughs> telling and people, I have my leg up now. <laughs> anyway, Jeez. the other thing I had got was yeah. uh, on Sky, I got uh, on Sky Go, uh, so yeah, yeah. I could watch it yeah. on my, on my uh, iPad. Yeah. The Budapest Hotel. Yes. Very good. No, it is very good. And it's I think very I, I, and, good. And, and, you know, people who wouldn't uh, see Ray Fiennes as a, as a comic or a, a, an actor with sort of comedic talents should have a look at this because he's wonderful and he's very, very yeah, good. Absolutely. I mean, it's typical Wes Anderson in that it, it, it has his kind of quirk, quirky sense of humour and there's all kinds of colourful supporting characters, like people like Bill Murray um, in it. Uh, but he's, he runs away with it. He's very, very good. Oh, yeah. I, I really uh, in, enjoy that. Now... The Eastwood um, yeah. story as a director, yeah. right, 
it is fair to say they haven't all been hit. So no, it's not no, so. no, that's why I put so it. What are that's why I put it that way on the piece of paper that you have in front of you. Okay. So I what, say, some what, some of the ones that have been, I mean, some of them have been quite poor, like the rookie absolute power. Remember the one absolute power? What where was they, that about? Where the president of the United States played by Gene Hackman. Oh, I liked that. He I liked that when he was hiding that, in behind the right, wallpaper. That's right, that's right. I quite absolute like that. Blood work, which again was a very ordinary one. But then there's the really first class movies like um, Mystic River, abs- um, uh, The Outlaw Josie Wales. Which I think did he a, direct The Outlaw Josie? He did. He did. He? Yeah. Oh, really? Uh, okay. um, uh, Flags of Our Fathers. Um, uh, uh, th- those kind of movies he did but he, what about The Boxer did you like did, The Boxer mi- yeah Million Dollar Baby uh, did you like that I did I did yeah, yeah I, I like that I thought it was powerful so and tell me about so Sniper so the new one is, is as I say it's American Sniper and it um it, he really is at the top of his form in this, I have to say. Age it's the story. Four. It's age is be eighty four. Uh, eighty four. I think eighty five next May. Eighty five. Yeah. And, uh, for me. Yeah. I think he's beginning to look at a bit now. He looks still looks better than you, but I think he's beginning to look look his age. <laughs> his age a bit. Oh, now. is he in it? it, it no, I seen him on the set. I've oh yeah, right. Okay. 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 And okay, it's the story of Chris Kyle. He was this Texas born Navy SEAL, and uh, he was dubbed the deadliest marksman men in uh, American military history for racking up 160 kills over four tours of duty in the Iraq war. And, uh, that doesn't sound a great topic. No, well, okay. I mean, that's a really good point uh, because when all true, when I heard it first, they said it sounds like a book, all right, but it hardly sounds like a movie. But uh, George, it is so well done. It is clear. It is lucid. It is complex, and it has this kind of anti-gun culture commentary. And at the same time, then it's one of the most exciting war films that I've seen really? in ages. Yeah, the the tours. He has this caption, Tour 1, Tour 2, Tour 3. And you, you sort of feel uh, after each tour, he's running out of time. This guy is running out of time. All he's right. going to go. He's going to get it. And that is held really well all through it. I have to say, um, I loved it. And I'll go to see it again. And I'll get it out on, I'll get it on, on DVD when it comes out. There all right. Well. The, the other thing, there's lots of things I've tell you because yeah. we haven't spoken for a while. Okay. Do you know what I bought? By the way, when, when, we should have mentioned this when we were talking about Nate Eckberg. Rod Taylor died as well. Who? Remember Rod Taylor? I do. He filmed over here he in Cry of the Innocent <laughs> for Morgan right. O'Sullivan, right, directed yeah. by Michael O'Hurley. That's right. Yep, that's him. He was, he was great. He was a fine in, Australian actor. I like him. Yeah, he was very good in a movie. It was a comedy, and uh, he he wasn't really the boyfriend of the girl, but they kind of faked it or something. Do you remember that one? No, the boyfriend of the girl. Uh, well, let's see now. All of the ones he was uh, in, he started out. But he actually he 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 went for the job of Rocky Graziano in Somebody Up There Likes Me. Yeah, and uh, Paul Newman, as you know, got it. But he he was he so impressed MGM that they offered him a contract and then separate tables and giant and movies like that. I liked him. I must say, yeah, yeah, followed and of course he became Mitch Brenner, who was the lawyer in Birds. Remember, remember. Yes, Remember he was that? great. I loved him. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, can I tell you? Go on, yeah. I go in to uh, 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 Extra Vision in Gorey in your country. Oh, yeah. Right in Wexford. So that's where your house I, is down there. And yeah. I rent a video, right? Mm. So your man says, well, now you've rented a Blu-ray, right? Yeah. So I didn't have a Blu-ray. So you didn't realize you were renting a Blu-ray. No, oh, for no. for God's no, sake. No. But Go anyway, on. I Go bought on. a Blu-ray machine. Yeah. Do you, what know, you? do you know how much a Blu-ray machine is? Much. 69 euro. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know how much I paid? And I'm telling you, you'll get value. You'll get the value. But do you know how much I paid? I you look saying. at something. Get out something like Shane, George. 
and have a look at it on or, right. or, or the searchers or something like that. Something that makes us great sort of use of colour. They look great. All right. So anyway, um, I bought it. But here's the interesting thing. I think the first video recorder I bought, right, the first one, was the old Philips. Do you remember the old Philips system? Yeah, yeah. I'd say I paid about 800 quid for it. You did not, did you? I'd say I did. Do you know how much a three-hour VHS tape was in the Middle Ages? Much. 18 quid. VHS tape. For a tape? Yeah. You yeah. get them. You get them for a packet of crisps now. Yeah, you would, yeah. Yeah. Right. I also okay. saw John okay. Ford. But, but Do you John, rate him as a director or will not? You stop now. That's a superfluous question. For God's sake, of course he's one of the greatest, the, the poet of the Western. I mean, one right. of the greatest of all time. I watched, and I want your opinion. <laughs> uh, well, this is a quiz now. <sighs> Jack Hawkins. We're not going to get through this stuff. Jack but, Hawkins. Yes. Nineteen fifty nine. Gideon. Yeah. Jeez, you're too quick by mm. half. Yeah. Gideon uh, of, of the London. yard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do, do, not. Uh, well, it was quite straightforward, wasn't it? Yeah. And um, and Jack Hawkins was a cop. Uh, he had a family at home, and he was that kind of cop. And Maureen came, Potter. Maureen Potter. Sir Cusack. Yeah, yeah. There were quite Produced a few by who? Lord Kalan. Oh, was it? Yeah. He had a he had a long sort of relationship with yeah. Ford. So anyway, I just thought I'd say that. Uh, I think I've caught up with all my gossip okay. while we've been away. All right. We should mention Testament of Youth, which is a kind of um, classic. I don't know if you remember the miniseries in the, on the BBC in the late 70s. It's a classic coming-of-age memoir, and it's written by um, a Newcastle paper mill owner's daughter called um, Vera Britton. She, by the way, was uh, Shirley Williams's mother, and it was published in the early 30s. And she plays, Vera Britton was determined um, uh, to go to Oxford against the wishes of her father, who believed at the time that women shouldn't attend university. Uh, then the war broke out and uh, members of her family and friends all went off to war. So she decided um, to join the volunteer aid detachment nursing unit and she went off to war. And basically it's about the sort of personal effect of the whole experience on her. Uh, the thing about it is um, it has has, I, I interviewed the director last week and we were talking about this. It has a lot of those kind of qualities that you associate with uh, period British movies, like a great, strong sort of ensemble, uh, really good production right. design, uh, clever use of uh, locations. Uh, but at the same time, it feels quite detached in that it really doesn't engage with the war at all, I think. Um, so it's, right. it's a bit disappointing. There's a lovely actress in it called um, Alicia Vikander, a Swedish actor, actress, and she plays the main role. Okay, lot Lots of queries. Do you, have you news on the Mad Men and the Good Wife? Oh, the Mad Men. Uh, Mad Men, first of all, is uh, is the that's the final seven episodes. As you know, they broke the final season of fourteen into two sort of tranches of seven, and uh, so the final that's the final seven episodes start in America on the fifth of April, and uh, so we'll, we're likely to start in. in kind of days subsequent to that. All right. You know? Good Wife? I uh, haven't heard about The Good Wife yet. It, it's usually closer to August. Uh, Suggestions by a listener that it has been completely reinvented. Well, okay. After, Eric Murnahy on, yeah, on, well, on this, Twitter. Well, this was the, the debate um, after the death of, remember the, yeah. the, okay, death of one of the characters. I don't know if I'm allowed to Go say on. that yeah, anymore. No, you're death not. of one of the characters in, I think it was, what was it, season five, George, season five? Yeah. And uh, so everyone's position changed and 
the chain, the, the good wife, her position, I tell you now, has dramatically changed. Wow. It's a completely different role she has. All right. Okay. Now, did, did Sniper at the heart of the film refer to Iraqis as savages no, the, and the, said he loved war and enjoyed killing? Yeah. Does the film address no, this? No, no, it, it doesn't. And, uh, okay, there's been a debate in the United States. Okay, first of all, there was a book, a best-selling book um, on the New York books list, best-selling list for ages. Uh, so there was a best-selling book um, partly written by Chris Kyle that was out before his, well, his death. And um, it 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 dealt with an, an awful lot of stuff that's not in the film. The film actually takes its own position on both him and his relationship with his wife and family and his relationship with war and with the army. And it's very different, I gather, from what, what it does in the book. Right. Uh, I'm happy, though, to go along with Eastwood and this movie and have a look at the movie. I think it stands for it on its own. Um, and it's it's very worth seeing. Right. Um, the, we talked about the sad death of Rod Taylor yeah. and I was talking about this movie. Do you remember where he was a boyfriend, supposedly the boyfriend of somebody or something? Sunday in New York? Oh, yeah. Says yeah. James, 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 Jane Fonda. Jane Fonda. Yeah, yeah. Uh, right. Um, what was the point? Uh, oh, yeah. Somebody says boyhood was rubbish. Then somebody <laughs> said, uh, what's the point of Sienna Miller's character in Foxcatcher, Alan and Cork? Well, she's she's the wife of the uh, of one of the two brothers. She's the wife of, OK, uh, Mark Ruffalo is one of the brothers. He has a family, I think, of two children and his wife. And, uh, OK, the, the other brother, played by Channing Tatum, is out on his own. He's a loner. He's separate. He's very surly. OK, so... Part of the point is is to is to juxtapose the two those two characters. One is, as I say, surly and cut off, and the other is very much a family man, gets on with people, and so it's important that that, that his position as a family man is represented. Oh, so that's, right. that's what, okay, okay, that's okay. Now um, you mentioned uh, Ms. Margolis, uh, the good wife. Yeah, she presented an award to the Golden Globes to yeah. George Clooney. Yeah, I told. Who, who did, made, you see, did you see the Golden Globe? Who, who made the most excruciating it, it was speech? It was awful. Now I'm. I, I've been generally speaking. I've been quite a, a, a supporter of his and a fan of his. I thought he was awful, Thank and you. the stuff. And why? Why was it necessary? Why is it necessary in those kind of circumstances to refer to your wife in the audience and tell your wife with all these people looking, "I love you," you know, "I adore you," or whatever? But that went down big with the Americans. I don't. I thought it was embarrassing. I thought it was. And he stuttered along. Oh, I thought. I thought. I thought for a guy of his intelligence that he would have been. He would have been more lucid, um, that he would have been more articulate, that he would have had something to say. But he didn't. It was awful. Hmm. By the way, he mentioned... Uh, now, you have a tendency, as I said before, to go overboard with your awfuls and all that sort of stuff. But this was a disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> Just the other thing was, he said he was going to get his own back on the critics of Monuments Men. I watched that. Well, he was very poor. Well, he'll, he'll be going for a long time if he's yeah, getting his own back on the critics. Yeah, because nobody seemed to like it. No. And uh, uh, by the way, George, you know the hacking story, the Sony hacking story? Yeah. Well, um, some of his correspondence with... Uh, Amy Pascal, who's the head of Sony, uh, emerged oh, as a result of, uh, as a result of that, and he was whinging on and on um, about Monuments Men and how unhappy he was with it and all this. He came across very weak, I have to say. All right. Yeah. Now you have a listener query about Pixels, yeah. the movie. Yeah. Okay. There's a movie called uh, this. This 
um, a listener. Um, his name is Mark Dwyer, and he asks about pixels. And asks, do we know it? And when does it do well? Well, we know it. Uh, and it sounds it's it's a fairly unusual idea. My only problem with it is that it's written by Tim Herlihy, um, who's uh, Adam Sandler's regular partner, and Adam Sandler is in it. I have to say, and it's about as I say when I say it's unusual and it sounds good. It's 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 about a group of eighties um, era. Uh, video game characters who attack New York and then there's a collection of middle-aged gamers who are brought kind of out of retirement to go up against these guys. Good cast in it apart from Sandler. Peter Dinklage from Game of Thrones is in it. Sean uh, Bean is in it. Brian Cox, the wonderful Brian Cox, Michelle Monaghan and Josh Gad. They're all in it. And the President of the United States in it is played by Kevin James. That's Kevin James of Paul Blart Malcop fame. So um, I don't know. I, I, I I, I, I'm hoping that it turns out well, uh, but as I say, um, Adam Sandler is in it. Which who was your best ever president of the United States? Oh, uh, what have I seen? I actually liked the guy in Independence Day. I have to say, um, did you? Yeah, mm-hmm. I did. Yeah. Um, who who was your favorite? I like the fella in, was it Five Days of May or Seven Days? Seven Days of May. Yeah, so there was Burt Lancaster and um, um, Kirk Douglas, and who were the two army guys on, on opposite sides. Yeah. And the president was... Franchatone. Franchatone, mm. yeah. Mm. He, 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 was, w- he was ill in it, wasn't he? he yes, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. but he, he was in a great movie way back, directed yeah. by the loony German fella. Um, Otto Preminger. No, no, the other loony fella. Uh, the bald fella, do you remember? Otto Preminger. Oh, anyway, he, 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 wasn't was, a German he was in he was in Egypt and he was a waiter with a limp in Egypt. Oh, yes, yeah. That yeah, wasn't yeah, directed yeah, by Otto no, Preminger. No, no, it wasn't. No, no, it was uh, directed by Von Sternberg or one of those mad guys. Stroheim, Von Stroheim. Von Stroheim. And yeah. he was mad as a hatter. Yeah, and sure, he's in a much more famous movie. Eh, with with Sunset uh, Boulevard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm ready for my close-up, Mister. Oh, yes, okay. Now, the revival of the movie musical. I'm all ears. Well, okay. There, we we actually had a um, uh, in your absence. We had a question about this uh, last week. Okay, we've had Into the Woods, and before Christmas we had uh, the remake of Annie, which was disappointing. But people have been asking: Is there a revival of the mo- movie musical? Now, I wouldn't see sort of dozens of them coming out like they did in the fifties, uh, but there seems to be one or two sort of uh, bubbling under. The latest one is Wicked, um, which is a, a successful stage musical based on The Wizard of Oz. Uh, um, and uh, the, the plan, I gather, is to have it out. There's a, a producer called Mark Platt who's hoping to work with the director, um, Stephen Daldry. That's the director of The Hours, the English director of The Hours a few years ago. And uh, they're hoping, as I say, to have it out in 2016. Now, one of the things that's happened is um, Into the Woods has surprised an awful lot of people. It's a Disney uh, movie. Uh, it surprised an awful lot of people. Um, and that's been quite successful in the in the first three weeks of release in the United States on a budget of fifty million. Um, it has taken a hundred and five million okay. out of the box office. The only the yeah. thing I'd say about it is because of this musical's reputation, because it, it's such a, a a clever musical, George, an yeah. awful lot of the cast like Meryl Streep and the rest of them, they actually uh, took a cut in pay in order to be right. in the movie. Well, by the way, we're slipping. It yeah. wasn't Franchot Tone; it was Frederick Marsh. 
Frederick Marsh was in Franchaton. In seven in, days. No, no, Franchaton was in Advise and Consent. That's oh, what yeah, it was. with Charles yeah. Lawton. Yeah, 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 oh, yeah. that was fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Um, listen, I, 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 the, just the musical. If you go to Broadway or the West End, mm. you'll see continual Tickets remakes. Tickets are very, very expensive, George, on Broadway. Well, it was far from Broadway. Yeah. I was rare. Yeah. But... Um, do you see remakes of musicals? Why not remakes of musical movies, do you think? How do you mean? What do you mean? Well, like you'll see another version of, of, of uh, the latest one, I think, is is uh, the, the Jewish guy uh, that Topol was in. Yeah. Uh, and so on. Good around the roof. Yeah, well, they do new versions, stage versions oh, of see. musicals yeah, yeah. of, of, of uh, famous ones. Yeah. Why? Yeah, but I mean... It's a very and the answer to that is one right. is theatre and the other is cinema. All right. Okay, all right. All Before right. you go, yeah. If it isn't singing in the rain, there's no singing in the rain. What's your favourite musical? Well, it it is singing in the rain. No, I but mean, you don't is, know. So, I know is, that it's not singing uh, in the rain. What's yeah. next? I, I love some of those Fred Astaire ones. I have to say, I love Funny Face. Remember Funny Face with him and yeah. and, and, well, and, uh, and I'm telling you now. and Audrey Hepburn. I'm telling. I, you. I like. Um, what else do you like? No, it going down to your extra vision. Take it out. It's well worth the watch because very few people watch it. Doris Day, John Race, oh, the pajama game. Oh, stop. Really. 49 cents. Da, da, da. <laughs> and that's it. Anyway, my thanks, Philip Malloy. Hopefully, he'll be back next Wednesday. Hopefully, my left knee will stand up to pressure. And I'll be back next Wednesday. Back on News Talk at 6 o'clock Saturday with the picture show. All now in association with Ireland's largest multiplex cinema chain, Omniplex, and I was in the one in Rat Mines, and I was looking at the penguins, and it's great. <laughs> Look at the penguins. And we'll have classic movies. What you mean is that we saw a piece from Penguins of Mad- Madagascar on the, the Max screen, oh, yeah. which was very, very good. Thanks for listening to this News Talk 106 to 108 podcast. To download other programs or for more information, go to newstalk.ie.